Yeah, hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to attend the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to attend the Channelized Bing Bingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever the mission, home or away, Enterprise helps over 120,000 people every day. With vans of all shapes and sizes, if you have a plan, Enterprise has a van. No matter if you need to rent for an hour, a day, a week or longer, Enterprise offers great rates for you or your business. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Monday, my friends. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. Don't forget, of course, you can hear me on Drive today and all week from 4pm alongside Darren. Oh, I've hurt my foot, Ben. Anyway, we begin the podcast, the show, whatever you want to call it, with yesterday's big old breaking news that Leicester have mutually parted company with Brendan Rodgers, meaning, of course, they probably sacked him. Here giving their views on the news of Sam Matterface, Scotty Minto and TalkSport's Jason Bourne. No, not that one. Brendan Rodgers has left Leicester City wow. uh, under mutual consent. It comes after six Premier League matches without a win. Brendan Rodgers is no longer the Leicester City manager. I'm not 100% but surprised, to be honest with you. Oh, oh, I think something needed to change. I think he's a really good coach and I think he's one of those, actually. If he, if he went into Spurs, I think he'd do a good job there. But there's so much had gone on, you're right, since the summer. The start of the season, he wasn't happy. It looked like they were going to get away and then been pulled in again. I think it's almost just a continual not change of a system, not change of, um, it's almost subs like for like. And it felt like he was sleepwalking into to relegation. He's an excellent talker. He, he can make you sound like absolutely there's no problem at all, but clearly there was. And I think at the weekend as well, to uh, disappointing, it would be a, a last-minute goal to lose to Palace, I think is just the culmination of everything else. Look, to do it straight after the international break is strange because, you know, if you're going to do it, then you do it during that time. So it'll be interesting to see who they're going to bring in, whether it be temporary or permanent. Well, Leicester have released a statement saying that Brendan departs the King Power Stadium as one of the most successful managers in the club's history, having guided us to our long-awaited first FA Cup triumph in 2021. Performances and results during the current season have been below our shared expectations. Regrettably, the desired improvement has not been forthcoming, and with 10 games to go of the season, the board is compelled to take alternative action to protect our Premier League status. So Brendan Rodgers has been sacked. Mutual consent sounds nice, but... Bearing in mind, he's just said the board is compelled to take alternative action. That means he's been fired. He's been sacked. Without a doubt. That's what mutual consent means. Uh, Talk Sports football editor Jason Bourne. Anybody who follows him on social media will know that he's a massive Leicester City fan. I think it's been coming a long time. Brendan, since last summer, has not sounded enthused when I've spoken to him in press conferences and any other media have spoken to him in press conferences. He did talk about the lack of investment that he wasn't going to receive last summer. And that has played a part in, I think, his downfall over the last 12 months or so. 
And if you go back further, 18 months, when we talk about the results not being what they should be and performances, what they should be as well. So I think this has been coming. I wouldn't have been surprised to see him leave after those two heavy defeats back in the autumn before the World Cup, the one at Brighton, the one at Spurs. There was an uplifting form, of course, just before the World Cup went on that run of form, clean sheets. But since the World Cup, no clean sheets, poor results. And I think yesterday was just the culmination of everything that's gone on over the last year to 18 months or so because it's just not been good enough from a Leicester City performance and results point of view. Now, very late last night, Chelsea sacked Graham. We're definitely not going to sack Graham Potter as it's a long-term plan and we're no longer a club that sacks managers every five minutes. Potter. Here's how we reacted to the news on TalkSport. Some breaking news on TalkSport. Chelsea have sacked manager Graham Potter after less than seven months in charge following Saturday's 2-0 home defeat by Aston Villa. Chelsea have released a statement to say that Graham has agreed to collaborate with the club to facilitate a smooth transition. Todd Bowley says on behalf of everyone at the club, we want to thank Graham sincerely for his contribution to Chelsea. We have the highest degree of respect for Graham as a coach and as a person. I'm Jason Cundy, of course, uh, very much of this station joins us now. So much has happened at this club in the last 12 months. It's unbelievable what's happened. It's not the biggest surprise, Dan. I, I was doing Chelsea TV yesterday. When yeah. I saw the team, he's got two fullbacks playing centre-halves yesterday. Reese James' yeah. best position is right wing-back. He's one of the best in the business. He left, lost his cheek doing that job. He's got Badia Shill and, and Chalver on the bench. That was a baffling decision. When the result doesn't go your way, you look at the bench... You've got, to, you've got to say that I, I think he was befuddled. I think he, I don't know what was going on. I, I think, personally, I think the Champions League was on his mind. I think he was... Because Badia Shield can't play in the Champions League. No. I don't know this. I'm guessing. He's not in the Champions League squad. I think he was looking to find an answer for that left-hand side. Um, and he, he, he couldn't see the wood through the trees. And it's the right decision. You know, we knew how this was going to end. It was just a question of when. But yesterday's result, I'm afraid, and his team selection. And some of his substitutions against Everton, you know, you, you, can, you can look back and you can see the holes. The atmosphere had turned hostile. There was baffling team selections. When you look at some of the positions that players were being asked to play in, in that game against Aston Villa, it was causing people confusion. And when the fans lose patience with a manager at any football club, there's always going to be an issue. And certainly the Chelsea fans lost patience with Graham Potter. I think they were probably more patient than sometimes he deserved. At Chelsea, you cannot afford to go as long as he did in between wins. And that was a major problem. But once the booze started on Saturday night, it was apparent to me that they were going to make a change. Massive game against Liverpool live on TalkSport on Tuesday night now. Who will be next in the door? Nagelsmann? It's a distinct possibility. I think it's really interesting that Chelsea decide to make this choice, knowing that Tottenham are going to need a new manager. There's a chance that Real Madrid are going to need a new manager in the summer as well. And there'll be others looking for new coaches. So are they acting swiftly so they can get him in the door? wouldn't be a bad bit of advice. Well, do you know what? I did think that he was going to be given until the end of the season. But the bottom line is, you can't be surprised. I mean, if Roman Abramovich was in charge, then... I think it had gone a long time ago. And, you know, it, it's amazing, isn't it, football? Um, after the Salzburg game, he was seen as a genius, where away from home, they hadn't lost in 30-odd games at home. You know, he played two wingers as wing-backs, changed the system, changed it again during the game, and he he was seen as as the main man. And then straight after that, Brighton got hammered, and 
since then. I think it's been something like four wins in 16. Bottom line, Gibbo, you know what it's like. It's all about winning matches. You speak to any manager who's been out there, past or present, and they say it's all about finding a way to win. And you know what? You know, there's obviously mitigating circumstances. You know, nearly six hundred million pounds spent. Far too many players in such a short space of time. Yeah. I remember being at the West Ham Chelsea game, and, and half the outfield players were were January transfer signings. You know, how do you blend a team that quickly? But you have to. You know, the bottom line is you you can't be having results like he's had. I think the Dortmund game was a very important one, and that's why I thought maybe he'd just be given. You know, I don't know until the end of the season, but I, I think I think the Villa game and, and the Everton one before that was just the nail in the coffin. Now to the continued reaction to Anthony Joshua's points victory over Jermaine Franklin in a fight. Of course, you heard on TalkSport on Saturday night. Commentator Andy Clark joined Natalie Sawyer and Tony Cascarino on the weekend sports breakfast show to give his opinion on the fight and what might be next for AJ. If that willingness to exchange, as I said, and that that ability to roll the dice and risk it, which is what you have to do in this division at that level, if it doesn't come back, then in that picture at the very top, then realistically, in terms of being able to beat those guys, he's nowhere. It has to come back. It's as simple as that. If it doesn't, then he's not going to be able to beat any of them. It'll be an honour to get um, Tyson Fury or Wilder. Yeah. Yeah. That's who you want. That'll be an honour, yeah. If he goes into a really big fight, against someone like Fury, then maybe that is what he needs. Off the back of last night, most people would say no. They would say that he needs another fight to kind of ease himself back in. I don't think there is any easing yourself back in at this point. Yeah. So that fight next for me isn't the worst idea. Fury watching that, I can guarantee you, will be on the phone to Frank Warren today and he will be saying to him, get me that fight now. Because he will be looking at it and thinking... If I don't get him first, somebody will beat him before I get to him and then that big money fight will will disappear. TalkSport 2 brought you live and exclusive commentary of the Papa John's Trophy final from Wembley as Bolton Wanderers smash League One rivals Plymouth by four goals to nil. Here's all the proof you need as the game is live on TalkSport 2. Dortmund at the Allianz Arena yesterday can generate a crowd as big as this EFL Trophy final at the National Stadium. Left-footed in swinger. Headed in! It's 1-0! Kyle Dempsey! Put all Rodgers in front! Finds Dempsey again. Squares it across. Charles makes it 2-0! What a start for Bolton Wanderers! Oh, given away though. Here's Kachunga. Bursting through the middle to make it three! Elias Kachunga may have won it! In it comes from Morley. Headed into his... It's 4-0. Kevin Jones against the club. He played for in his youth. Bolton have surely set the seal on the Papa John's trophy. There goes the full-time whistle. Bolton Wanderers win the Football League trophy for the second time in their history. And they have steamrolled at Plymouth Argyle. And now the trophy's handed to Ricardo Santos. And he thrusts into the sky... Bolton Wanderers are Football League trophy winners for the second time in their history. And following the final, we heard from the victorious Bolton boss Ian Everett, both goal scorers as well as defeated Argyle manager Stevie Schumacher. 
many, many congratulations. Thank you. Um, yeah, it means so much to us as a football club. Obviously, we we almost lost the football club through a few years ago, and to the ownership group that saved it. Um, for the fans that have been through so much, and for the players to perform like that today for everybody, just just makes me extremely proud. Some performance, by the way. I mean, you've blown away a team that have been like you at the top of your league all season. Look, I think we're capable of that. We thought that the surroundings, the pitch, how big the pitch is, the open spaces would really suit the way we play. We're open, we're expansive, we're athletic. And, and yeah, I thought the players didn't freeze on the big occasion. We've developed uh, a stronger mindset over the course of the season and, and today they've really turned up. Headed in! It's 1-0! Kyle Dempsey! Kyle Dempsey, we're in the man of the match. Yeah, not bad. Um, first time at Wembley as well and... I think it's always one of them where you dream of scoring as a kid at Wembley and I think early doors as well. Uh, to get that just set the confidence for myself and then um, I think on another day I could have had a hat-trick but um, I'll settle for a goal and assist, it's not bad. Giving away though, here's Kachunga bursting through the middle to make it three! Elias Kachunga may have won it for Bolton! Elias, first of all, what a victory. I mean, probably never in doubt from the empty ten minutes of the game. Yeah, I think uh, from the first minute, yeah, we pushed so hard, um, put so much pressure on them, scored straight away to, yeah, two really good goals, and then um, yeah, if you want time in the flow, we just went with it, and um, yeah, amazing day for everyone. Stephen, not your day. No, definitely not our day. No. Um, congratulations to Bolton Wonders. Uh, they they were the best team in all areas, in all departments today, and fully deserved to win the game. So. Yeah, it wasn't our best and, and we've been punished for it. Back now to the weekend breakfast show. And former Chelsea striker Tony Cascarino gave his thoughts on the weekend's sporting headlines. No Haaland today, but goals are plenty. And Jack the Lad definitely made the Reds feel sad. Trent cannot play like he did yesterday. Take mm. the fourth goal, Nat. Yeah, I know what you're Trent say. was in the centre forward position. When the full, fourth goal, he ends up literally tracking back, breaking his backside to get back to the right back position, gets there. He's obviously a little bit tired because he's made run after run down that side. And I was just, you can't. You can't continue with this. Because all I'm seeing is the player that plays on Trent's side either scores a goal or creates havoc. And we all know what a wonderful footballer he is. We know he can do the pass for Salah. You know, that sort of ball that we saw yesterday. Mm-hmm. You know, he can do all of this stuff. But you, first of all, you've got to be a right back. At, you know, you, that's your first port of call, to be a right back. Every time Jack got the ball, Jack could take it at walking pace. He could just pick it up, walk, then move it, then make a run. And he's like, get tighter to him. Yeah, hold that, please. Level five. Thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi, nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to Ertzen the Bypassal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to Ertzen the Channelized Bimbingus at the Bypassal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. 
And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Now to the boot room with Alex Crook, Adebayo Akinfenwa, and former Palace midfielder, the Lego man, Darren Ambrose. full-time whistle at St James's Park Newcastle United 2 Manchester United 0 the whole performance has been poor but you look at the absentees Christian Eriksen is still out Casemiro uh, is suspended no Aaron Wan-Bissaka who I think would have been really important today up against Sam yep. Maximan Val Veghorst bless him is still labouring around up front although he's been taken off now I think but it's on the Glazers. There was there was no investment in January the, the squad is not deep enough to play the number of games in the number of different competitions Eric Ten Hag's were miracles to have as competitive a season as Manchester United have, in my opinion. Just left the ground, absolutely settable. We've not even attacked once in the whole game. We're never going to score a goal when you've not got an out-and-out striker. We've got a ball over the top every game, but yet we don't even have a player sometimes to execute that pass. We've got Weghorst up there, but sometimes... He's dropping that deep. We're leaving absolutely nothing up top. We've got absolutely nothing up there. You it, can't it, rely on Rashford to to be there all the time, coming from the left wing. Sometimes it's absolutely hard work to watch United. But apart from that, let's just hope we're finishing the top four. Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. I don't really care. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport daily podcasts out first thing in the morning. So do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Too tired to clean your floors after playtime? Forgot to vacuum before your friends bring their little ones over? Let Eufy X10 Pro Omni help. Powerful 8,000 PA suction removes debris, and MopMaster dual mop pads scrub away stubborn stains with ease. Save time and keep your floors cleaner. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799.